0: Welcome back to another Summer of Shark Tales, a collaboration between NBC10 Boston and the Atlantic White Shark Conservancy, where we dive into everything sharks and the Cape Cod researchers who help us understand the world of these fascinating animals. I'm your host, Rob Michelson. Last year, I worked with a conservancy to go behind the scenes of shark research, dove into the secrets of shark bodies, and went into the negative public perception that comes with studying sharks. And going to flex a little bit, we won a regional Edward R. Murrow Award for it this May. Now, shark season is just beginning on Cape Cod, and things are going to be different on beaches this summer with all the changes from the coronavirus pandemic. We got such a great response last year for the show, and we wanted to bring back the Shark Tales podcast and video series to continue bringing you updates and exclusive glimpses into the world of shark research and conservation. So, we're going to keep things going remotely and starting off the season by catching up with the three full-time staffers at the Atlantic White Shark Conservancy. We'll see how coronavirus has affected their organization, what is changing with shark research this year, and how beaches might look different this summer. First up is the organization's founder, Cynthia Wigren, who I fondly refer to as the public defender for sharks. She makes it her mission to support shark research and public safety. Let's get her thoughts on starting off the shark research season during a pandemic.
1: So we started the year um, ending a strong year last year with, with the largest amount of people um, coming to the Shark Center in the season and the most tags deployed by the research team. We had really great momentum coming into the new year. Um, we were planning for some of our winter events. We had a lecture scheduled and a uh, fundraiser and they were all came to a halt when when COVID started. So like everyone else, we've been impacted by the virus and having to cancel in-person events, um, having to shift gears at the center. We're part of phase three of reopenings. We have just been focusing on virtual events and content and uh, doing a lot on our Facebook page. So we've had trivia nights and bingo and opportunity drawings, just trying to be creative with ways to fundraise to to support the work.
0: Cape Cod is going to look different. It's going to feel different. And people will be concerned about coronavirus. But what should people know about how this is going to affect Cape Cod, the shark awareness?
1: I think it's important that people... Do also focus on the facts that the white sharks are are coming back to the area. We know that they're they're here now. Um, Dr. Skomo was able to tag three sharks last week, and we've had reports of uh, seal predation. So there's so much focus on the pandemic and and how it will um, impact the economy on the Cape this season. and and that is understandable. Um, but people also need to be following the safety tips that are out there.
0: We're all concerned about the things that are happening as far as the pandemic, but doesn't mean that the sharks are going to be like, "Oh, you guys are uh, doing that. Yeah, that's fine. We'll just uh we'll just kind of chill out for a little bit." And do you think that there's going to be more people at beaches because people are looking to get out this summer?
1: Driving around the cape recently, it feels like we're in the middle of summer now. So, it does seem as though people are so excited to be out of their houses and out and about that it's probably going to be a very busy season um, along the beaches here.
0: So we're looking at a busier summer, trying to keep everybody informed. Anything else related to the pandemic that uh, you think will kind of change the way that anything with shark research or shark awareness?
1: Well, luckily, we are going to have the research team heading out just as they would in a normal season, because It'll, it'll be a skeleton crew out there. They'll, they'll have a lot that a few people will be, will be doing just because we do want to keep social distancing and, uh, in place and follow the guidelines that are out by the state. So the research, luckily, is one area that won't be negatively impacted by the
0: coronavirus. Speaking of research, if you joined us last year, you know that the Atlantic White Shark Conservancy is a major player in shark research in the Cape Cod area. Megan Winton is the center's research scientist and has been champing at the bit to go out in the water with the Massachusetts Division of Marine Fisheries to find sharks to study again. They didn't even know if it would be possible to go out and tag sharks this year, but they got the green light and some new tools at their disposal to spy on these underwater predators. How are you doing over there in quarantine?
2: Uh, You know, I'm doing, I'm weird. I mean, I'm always weird. Yep. Yep. Um, but, you know, it's been a really weird trying time, uh, to be a being on planet Earth these days.
0: Earth is weird right now. Earth is kind of going through a phase, uh, but we're, we're all getting by and we're trying to still figure out what the heck is going on with sharks. What's it been like, uh, trying to go out and do shark research with the coronavirus, with everything going on?
2: I I will say we've been really fortunate for a while, like a lot of folks, our research season was just kind of up in the air. We didn't know if we'd be able to get out in the field. We didn't know what we would be able to do. Um, But the good news is we've got the go ahead. So we are going to be able to get out on the water and continue the studies that we've been conducting over the past couple of years. But we're a little behind right now um, with everything that's been going on. It went kind of from like I don't know if you guys are even going to be able to go out to like, okay, we can do this. Go, go, go. So we're scrambling a little bit right now, Um, but we're, we're getting caught up later this week. We're supposed to be deploying the last round of acoustic receivers, which are those underwater monitoring stations we have that listen for tagged white sharks. Um, So, so we're getting there and we're really excited and feel very fortunate and very lucky that we are going to be able to have a field season this year with everything that's going on.
0: Did you already go out on the the water and uh, and tag some sharks? We had kind of a
2: surprise trip, a surprise start to the season. So we got a tip that there was a dead minky whale off of the the south side of the Cape um, and that there was a white shark on it. So we got the call. We all dropped what we were doing, um, rushed down there, got out there. And when we got to the whale, there were three white sharks um, around it. And Dr. Greg of the Division of Marine Fisheries, was able to tag all three. So it was a really incredible, unexpected start to the season.
0: I imagine you guys all hanging around like the Avengers. And all of a sudden you get the call and you suit up. You need that excitement during this uh, pandemic. You know, we were all kind of at home trying to figure things out.
2: I mean, really, the way I would describe what I've been doing during COVID is is I've been living every day like it's shark week, but not in like an exciting way where we're like going to whales and, and looking at sharks and things like that. Like I've been sitting around watching videos of sharks, processing them and identifying sharks. So I went from watching just videos of sharks all day to like actually having to scramble and do something physical and be out on the water. So
0: you know. it was a really...
2: Way to start the
0: season. It's as they say, Megan. You could take the girl out of the shark-filled waters, but you can't take the shark-filled waters out of the girl. <laughs> is that what they that say? Makes...
2: Yeah, I don't know. well, maybe. Maybe they do now. Maybe you do.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that—that you know—that's my new—that's uh, my new phrase. Uh, so, last question, Megan. Uh, we have a lot of, you know, obviously the research season is starting off kind of weird, but it's started its starting off hot. Uh, what are you looking forward to most this research season? Anything, uh, anything coming up that we should get excited about?
2: Ah, yes, you know me. I'm excited about everything, all the time. <laughs> um, one of the things I'm really excited about is is getting back out on the water and getting an idea of how many of the sharks that have previously come to Cape Cod and been documented here and then have been tagged by the Division of Marine Fisheries, getting an idea of how many of them are coming back to the Cape this year. So last year, we had 101 tagged white sharks detected in our acoustic receiver array. That included the 50 sharks that Greg tagged last year. Mm-hmm. But that's that's a lot of white sharks that we know have previously been to Cape Cod coming back to the area. Um, so, you know, super excited about that to see what they look like. Sometimes they come back with new scars, new wounds, new markings. Um, it's always exciting to see them for the first time you know, after they've been gone for the past six months. Um, also really excited. We're, this season, we're really upping our spy game. Um, we, uh, yeah. So there are going to be a lot of new technologies in the mix that are going to allow us to get better insight into the habits of white sharks off the coast of the Cape. So the Division of Marine Fisheries is going to be continuing tagging white sharks with those accelerometer tags Mm -hmm. that have video Mm -hmm. cameras embedded in them. Um, So we're going to be getting first-person shark footage again this summer, um, which we're going to learn an incredible amount from. We're also going to be flying—I'm trying to think of the best way to describe these things— they're like fixed station drones. They're basically a drone on a on a blimp, on a big balloon um, that's tethered with a line. And so we're going to be going out to area beaches. This is another project we're working on in collaboration with the Division of Marine Fisheries and, and flying these blimps to get footage of white sharks uh, swimming along the coastline to get a better idea of what their nearshore behavior looks like, to get a better idea of what might initiate a predatory attempt on a seal Um, so there's a lot of great observations we get from the boat on the water with these animals but to be able to just sit on a beach all day and spy on sharks is is really gonna improve our understanding of their behavior
0: it's almost like you guys are uh, secret agents you know you're trying to get all the information you got the technology and you have a mission if you choose to accept it and that's to learn about these sharks
2: <laughs> we accepted that mission a long time ago <laughs> and it's an all-consuming mission. It's it's what we think about all the time. I'll be trying to fall asleep at night and I'll just be thinking about some of these new things that we've got going on or maybe a different way we can approach things because it's it's really so key to get an idea of their behavior along our beaches. A lot of what this research is all about is really about people. We're learning more about sharks so we can provide better information to our community. that people can modify their behaviors to avoid having a bad interaction with a white shark
0: well that's excellent i'm wishing you the best of luck i'm sure we're going to go into so much nerd shark stuff uh this season so i'm looking forward to it i got my big thick glasses my pocket protector ready to go
2: you didn't even ask me about the analyses i've been running or oh no no no, that's fine no
0: (laughs) okay oh gotta go Marianne Long is the education director at the Shark Center, which usually holds classes, events, and plenty of exhibits for anyone curious about sharky things. The center is in the process of reopening alongside the many other businesses in Massachusetts, but they've really brought a lot of programming to social media, from story time to virtual classes, keeping themselves very busy during quarantine. What have you been up to in the offseason? Anything sharky going on?
3: We are always having something sharky going on. Mm -hmm. You should know that by now. Of course I do. (laughs) Um, You know, this past winter, we, you know, we're working on the shark center, our outreach facility, doing some renovations here and some new exhibits. We were going into schools and really working on our education programs, explaining the science to youth of all ages. Um, But then with, you know, COVID-19 and schools going virtual, we went virtual and we really kicked it up and tried to have all sorts of online enrichment programs for various ages so that families could have some sort of learning tool at home for their kids. Um, it was great because then we learned adults were watching it too to take a break from the news, but we really tried to go digital, and bring our education programs, you know, online in, you know, various forms.
0: So it must be kind of interesting to come up with new and creative ways to try to reach out to people and educate them about sharks.
3: It has. Um, You know, we have a great education team. And so we've had all sorts of different ideas from doing story hours with families. We've been leading at-home labs where, you know, we encourage kids to raid their recycle bin um, right there at home and pull out different items. And we actually talk them through labs or investigations that they can do. Um, And for this summer, we're even going to be doing, you know, some virtual summer programs where, you know, we will have a registration and instead of kids coming to us like they normally do, um, we will be mailing them out some materials and then having the videos online um, so that kids, you know, on a rainy day can actually go through and do different shark investigations to further their knowledge. So that's something we're looking forward to uh, with this coming summer and information for that will be found on our website in the coming weeks.
0: It looks like the beaches might be a little more full because people really want to get out of the house, but more people on the beaches, they still need to know about shark safety. I understand you have uh, interns uh, going out there and kind of helping people out.
3: Yeah, so this year we are expanding our Shark Smart Beach program. So this is an initiative that we started last year, uh, but we will have our interns uh, be ambassadors for the organization mm-hmm on the beach so as people are going there as you said you know i think a lot of people are looking for those screen breaks this summer so actually going and you know getting outside and being on the beaches we want to make sure that they're remembering those shark smart guidelines um, and they're aware of the shark activity so our uh, shark smart ambassadors will be at the beach and they'll be there to just talk about what's going on with sharks explain the research Um, You know, we're fortunate we have some great connections with media like you. So we know that the news is talking about the sharks, uh, but people often still have questions. So our teams will be there to answer the public's questions and just bring that education to another level. You know, we're really trying to have boots on the ground. And since we're limited in how people can come to us and what kind of, you know, in-person programs we can do, we are going out to those beaches to bring those programs to Uh, beachgoers so that they have that information.
0: One more thing for anyone looking to get outside this summer, the Atlantic White Shark Conservancy's charter boat trips are still available this year, offering an up-close look at white sharks in their natural habitat. For more information on how you can get on a boat and see a whole new side of sharks, visit AtlanticWhiteSharkConservancy.com. Finally, I want to personally thank you all for coming back to Shark Tales. We're excited to bring back the podcast this year to share more shark stories and knowledge. If you want to see more on the shark updates and research we've been talking about, watch our Shark Tales video series on NBC10 Boston's website, Instagram, and YouTube channel this summer. Yep, that'll do it. Stay safe and stay sharky, my friends.